0: Chumba dot com. No purchase necessary. DW void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, eighteen plus.
1: What's up, positive bitches? How are we doing today? In today's episode, we are going to be exploring why we are attracted to certain people, why we keep attracting the same type of person, and what we can do about it if it just ain't serving us anymore. But before we get into it, if you're not following me on Instagram, be sure to follow me at Vibin'WithCC or that bitch is positive. That way you know when I post new content and also so you can tell me what you want to see on this podcast TikTok Instagram etc you know all the things a huge announcement I'm announcing right now is my Patreon will be officially up June 1st in this Patreon I have created something really close to my heart really special to me this is something you want to listen to I put together a manifesting technique that has allowed me to manifest a weight loss of over 35 pounds, $10,000, my own business, dream sponsorships and brand deals, graduating at the top of my class, literally everything in my life, this technique has just allowed me to manifest it all. I am now, for the first time ever, creating a manifesting vision planner with this technique embedded into it for you. This Patreon will be on a monthly basis, a monthly subscription. Each month that you sign up for, you are supporting me, so thank you so much. And you're going to get this planner. And the reason it's different each month, besides the obvious reason of it's a new month with different dates, is the moon cycles. When I manifest, I incorporate the moon cycle energies into my manifestations, which helps me give a boost. In this manifestation planner, you will have worksheets on vibe checks. You will have worksheets on how to break or make a habit. You will have prompts for manifesting. You will have lunar cycle prompts, daily affirmations, daily gratitude. Everything is in this manifesting planner. That is just Tier 1. There also is a Tier 2 and a Tier 3, which has even more goodies for you if you so choose to sign up for them. I'm going to be creating guided meditations by me. And offering one-on-one coaching through these patreon tiers so it's really 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 important that june 1st you go check that out this technique has worked for me so fucking amazing and i just i want to see it transform other people's lives because i just know it can and when you sign up you're not only signing up for these magical materials but you're also signing up and gaining access to a little spiritual community where it's no hate no judgment and we can just fucking support each other and have a good space to go when we need an extra oomph for our manifestations so that link will be in my Instagram description in my little bio it will be in there so be sure that you're following me so that you know when that's out and I'm going to be posting more updates on my actual Instagram Last but not least, if you have not listened to my last single, Angel Energy, on Apple Music, Spotify, all the jazz, all the above, whatever, whatever, go check that out. It is high vibe music. It can aid in your manifestation and it's just a badass song. Without further ado, let's get into this episode. So, like I said, it's really important that you follow me on Instagram so we can connect further, deeper, and so that you can suggest topics for this podcast and all the other things that I create. This week's material and topic is from one of you positive bitches. This is the DM I got, and I'm sharing it because she said I could, and therefore, let's get Into the details, let's spill the tea We're ready, so let's do this One of the positive bitches messaged me And she said, I was wondering if you could do a topic on being attracted to the wrong people I'm 21 now and my entire life I've kind of dated people that weren't so nice to me Or just didn't give me the effort I deserve I also have a problem with leaving them and being alone Now, talking to people that are good to me kind of freaks me out. A part of me kind of likes being treated bad. How do I change this and what does this mean? And how do I heal this? How do I stop attracting the same guy? First off, sis, your awareness. Mmm, chef's kiss, sweetie. Just being aware that this is a pattern, that's step one to healing anything. If you are noticing, wait a fucking minute, wait a minute. I keep saying all men are trash, yet I see other people are married and happy and some of my friends have good boyfriends, so maybe this belief <laughs> isn't so accurate. When you start questioning yourself and you become aware, hold the fucking phone, am I, am I the person responsible for attracting these people into my life? Could it be that I am the one... Who is the common denominator in all of my relationships? When we have a limiting belief such as all men are trash, you can be shit sure that that belief will be proven to you through your physical reality. When you have a belief like this, you need to ask yourself, oh, oh, hold on, why do I believe what I believe? Okay, okay, well, well who gave me this belief? What do the people who gave me this belief even know? And who gave them this belief? If they don't even know anything, why do I even believe this? And how much longer can I handle thinking that all men are trash? How much longer can I go on with this limiting belief? In two years, if I keep thinking all men are trash, where is that going to get me? If I keep fearing that all men are trash, where is this going to get me? I deserve a good, loving relationship. Is there something I fear about getting a good, loving relationship? What am I getting from this belief? What am I getting from the belief that all men are trash? And what fear would I have to let go of in order to attract a good man woman etc human who knows my point is we need to question our beliefs we have about the world what we believe is what we will see Our reticular activating system in our brain literally filters out information based on our own biases. It wants to prove to you that what you think is true about the world is true. You could see 30 different men in one bar, and because you already believe that men are trash, you will be sure to zero in on the guy who fucking sucks. That one guy who's just a little sucky around the corners, whatever it is, you will be sure to notice him because you already believe that. men are trash and your ego wants you to be correct so badly that it will prove it to you your RAS will seek it out for you so step one to healing these beliefs we have about people is question them why do I believe what I believe who gave me this belief what do the people who gave me this belief even know who gave them this belief okay then why the fuck do I believe this Do I deserve a good relationship? Yes, I fucking do. So what's stopping me from getting this? What is it that I actually fear? What do I fear would happen if I let go of this belief? Is it possible that if you let go that all men are trash? You might actually align with a good person and that might scare you because it's out of your comfort zone and you don't have all of the control in your corner. It takes two to tango. A lot of us are single, not because we're just floating entities that are just single. No, you're single because you want to be single. On some level, there's a part of you that rather be single than be in a relationship because you're so scared of getting hurt. Anything we do, we do it because there's some sort of payout. People don't just do random shit for shits and giggles. People have actions. They do actions because there's some sort of payout they get from the action. And I know it might be a little tough to hear, but understand you're not single because you're ugly or because all men are trash or because you're not good enough. You're single because staying in the quote-unquote safe space of being single is easier for you than putting your heart on the line. You have may have been hurt in the past, and this has taught you to not put your heart out there because you could get hurt and you don't want to experience that again. Trust me, I know what this feels like. But if you live your life, Shutting yourself down and and your own, men, your own human need of love. And if you keep telling yourself that all men are trash, you will be sure that all men are trash. You will be certain you'll be in control. But that doesn't mean you'll be happy. You could control every single person who goes in and out of your life. That doesn't mean you're going to be happy. You can stay in a safe zone, but that doesn't. Doesn't mean you're going to be happy. The one thing that requires the most amount of uncertainty is a relationship. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about you if you're single on purpose, like you're single because you're getting your shit together or you're single because you're really focused on yourself or you're single because you have so much shit going on and it's just not the right time for you. I'm not talking about you. The people I'm talking about are the people who say, I don't want to be single. I want a relationship. I want a relationship. I want a relationship, but are not getting the relationship. So my point is, If you're saying you want a relationship and you're not getting one, there's a reason for it. You're not just saying you want a relationship and not getting one because you're not good enough. You don't actually want a relationship. There's a payout you're getting from staying single. You are allowed to stay in a safe zone. You don't have to put yourself out there and maybe get hurt. It's more comfortable there. So I'm not talking about someone who is doing their life and really focused on themselves because... We all need to have that time. If you're jumping from relationship to relationship, sis, put a red flag on yourself right now. That is a sign that you are telling the world and telling yourself that you constantly need to be with someone else and you can't be alone. And that means you got to dig into yourself. You got to dig into some of those wounds and figure out what's going on there. Because if you constantly think you need someone and you're constantly building homes in other people, when they leave, your home leaves with them and that is and that is going to hurt. And we don't want that. So um, again, I'm not talking about the person who is dating and has high standards. That's not the person I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the person who is single because they are working on themselves. Not talking about that person either. I'm talking about the people who... Constantly say that they want a relationship, but are yet not getting one. Let's say you don't really have a huge limiting belief about dating other people, but you keep attracting the same kind of person that you don't like. If you keep attracting the same person, this is not a random coincidence. This is not the world's against you. This is you're seeking out something that is familiar to you. Everything we do, we always are going towards the familiar and away from what we don't know because the familiar seems safe to us. Our ego, what's its main job? It's to keep us safe. So if something is familiar, even if it's bad for us, even if we don't like it, if it's familiar, it's something we crave. And this really comes from our inner child. It's craving familiarity because it's a scared to go out on that limb and to experience life in unknown territory. Our ego will move towards what is familiar. So if you keep attracting the same type of person, Maybe it's time to not question your limiting belief, but question who does this person remind me of in my childhood? Why is this dynamic familiar to me? If nothing is coming up for you, and you do have to take some time to sit with this, but let's say nothing is coming up for you. I want you to ask yourself, who did you... Crave love from the most when you were a child? Was it your mom, your dad, a grandparent, a certain caregiver? It's usually a mom or a dad or someone who takes on that role. And then I want to ask, who did you have to be for that person to give you love? If you craved love from your father and he was very dominant, outspoken, strict, so you had to be the good girl in order to get his acceptance and love, you had to be the quiet girl, you had to be there but not speak, you know, they say children should be seen but not heard. That's something parents say to their children. So if you crave love from this father figure who is strict, was dominant, and you had to be the good girl, the girl who is quiet, the girl who is only seen, the girl who has to please their father, what kind of person do you think you're going to be attracted to when you're an adult? you guessed it right the same dynamic you had with the parent who you crave love from the most that's the dynamic you're going to be attracted to in your adulthood the reason is you are trying to redo the dynamic you had in childhood but get it right as an adult mind explosion isn't it fucked up how everything is literally literally so linked to our childhood this is not an end-all be-all. Again, step one, be aware. Oh shit, this isn't about this person. This is about me trying to redo the dynamic with my father, who I always crave love from. When I first noticed this about myself, it made the other people seem so small to me. I was like, wow, I actually, <laughs> it's not you I'm trying to get over. It's, it's me trying to get over my inner child. It's my inner child screaming on the floor crying. It's my inner child going back to the memory, memory of me trying to crave love and attention. And when we realize that, it's like, wait a second. I'm sorry, sir. This has nothing to do with you. I need to go back. I need to go back inward. I need to look around in my body. I need to figure out what the fuck is going on. It's almost empowering to know that it most likely isn't about the person you're attracting. It's actually just about you. And because it's about you, this is something you can heal and move on from. So let's go back to our positive bitch who messaged me. Saying she's attracted to the wrong people. Saying that they weren't nice. So my question to you is, whose love did you crave More growing up. Was it your father or your mother? Who did you have to be in order to get love from this person? If you had to be the good girl, the one who doesn't speak up because your caregiver was, you know, maybe verbally abusive or said really critical things, something like that, Even though you obviously don't want to be with someone who's verbally abusive, even though you obviously don't want to be with someone who's really critical, the issue here is that is what you're familiar with. So even though you know consciously and realistically, rationally, of course I don't want someone who treats me like shit. Oh, wait, but is being treated like shit familiar to me? Then that is the direction I'm going to go. It's this realization in this moment that we all need to have. when you have a problem of leaving them and being alone and talking to people who are good to you of course it's going to freak you out why is it going to freak you out because now you are in unknown territory and when women especially are like well i don't i don't like nice guys i don't no 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 they're like so not it you mean to say you're not familiar with nice guys? You mean to say that you're used to being around highly critical and kind of, you know, mean, maybe a little verbally abusive people? Replace like with the word familiar and relationships take on a whole new meaning, sis. A whole new meaning. She said... a. Part of me kind of likes being treated bad. Again, take out the word like and replace it with familiar. It's not that you like being treated bad. It's this is what you're familiar with. So what is your mind going to go towards? It's going to go towards what you're familiar with and away from anything. Even if that thing might be better for you, a good, nice person, you're going to be like, Ew, this is weird. This is uncomfortable. And... It's funny because you would think we'd be more scared when someone could be verbally abusive, but if that's what we're used to, we're like, hello, honey, how are you doing today? And it's just funny because we're all familiar to different things. How do I stop attracting the same guy? What does this mean? Well, I think we pretty much went into what it means. But the way to stop attracting this guy is, again, okay, this is great. We're becoming aware of a pattern that we've had. Now that we're aware of this pattern, we need to go back in and heal the inner child. And this is where inner child work comes in. If you want one-on-one coaching, to anybody listening, but especially to this positive bitch who wrote in, I do pretty intensive inner child work with my clients because it's really important. But to give you a bit of a taste of what that looks like is you can go onto YouTube and of course find any inner child meditation. But what I really love to do is to put on calming music and just sort of think of you as a child and and see yourself as that. And think about like times that you felt unloved, unseen, unheard, all of those different times. And think about if you could go back in time as your adult self, what would you say to this mini you, to this inner child that was once you? Because sometimes, actually all the time, we really do need to be reparented Because our parents only knew what they knew And and this is not our parents Fault we have to remember It did not start with them They are just passing down what they Know our grandparents are passing down what they Knew our great great grandparents Are passing down what they knew most Of the shit that we're dealing with is in our Ancestral lines that we have to break Out of we need to heal Our ancestral curses anything That's been passed down these habitual Patterns that are no longer serving Us so don't go to your parents and be like, ah, it's all your fault. It's not. Even if they weren't the best, they were doing the best they actually knew how to do. And It's actually beautiful that you can step out of your ancestral line and be like, it's okay, all my ancestors, I'm going to heal the rest of the bloodline and I'm not going to pass down these inner child wounds. I'm not going to pass down what I've seen growing up about love because I know that's not actually love. I'm going to rediscover who I am. I'm going to reparent myself as a child and I'm going to move forward in the world, leading with love, leading with who I really am. So I can not only be safe, but happy because we don't just want to be safe. I always say we want it all. I want everything. I don't want to just be safe. I want happiness, love, abundance, everything under the moon. I want. If you've been looking for not just a fun, but free way to relax into your divine feminine energy, oh, do I have the perfect thing for you. Recently, I've been playing this game called Seeker's Notes. It's a cut above traditional hidden object games set in a beautiful post-Victorian era where every corner holds a secret and your job is to decide the fate of this cursed city. I love playing this game because it allows me to unplug from the outside world and relax into my present moment. I love just enjoying the puzzles and brain teasers. And it's not just memory games and jigsaw puzzles. It's also really beautiful to look at. It gives Bridgerton, but with interactive fun. It's totally free, no annoying ads and no Wi-Fi needed. Try Seeker's Notes now
0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses
1: are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another reason you could be attracting a type of relationship is the way you're treating yourself. So it's not exactly the type of person but the type of relationship I'm talking about right now. So if you keep attracting guys who ghost you or who reject you – Not only could it be that you felt emotionally neglected by one of your caregivers, but it could also be that in the current moment, because of how you grew up, you are continuously neglecting yourself and your own needs. If you are ghosting your own boundaries, why the fuck wouldn't other people ghost your own boundaries? If you are ghosting what it is you really want, why wouldn't other people ghost what you want? If you are neglecting yourself, then other people are going to learn how to neglect you. So on top of, okay, I'm repeating a a dynamic. If you keep having similar, not only people, but experiences of rejection and being ghosted, you need to ask yourself, in what ways am I rejecting myself? In what ways have I ghosted myself? Because I truly believe that our relationships with other people can really show us a lot about ourselves if we allow it to do so. So, I know these are the tough questions, and I know these are the most heart aching questions because it's love, and love is just everything around us. And we want to be in love and have love and feel loved. But just know if you get rejected, you're not going to die. You won't die. The world will keep turning. You will be okay. And you have everything you need that it's all within you. It's all within you. Anything you need, it's within you. And if you want that validation, Take the time while you are single and learn how to cultivate it in yourself because validation that comes from yourself is. 100 billion times more powerful than validation that will come from literally anybody else because you know how much you worked on this project you know how much you put into this you know how long you've stayed up and how long you've done all of these amazing things and how much effort you put in nobody else knows it like you do and the voice that we hear the most is our own voice so If I were you, I would start talking to myself in a positive way. I would stop neglecting my needs. I would stop ghosting myself and I would stop rejecting myself so that other people could see me in my full glory, in my full light and understand how to love me because I know how to love myself. According to quantum physics, if we have a moment in our lives where there is a traumatic event, and we don't heal it in the moment, that timeline continues on parallel to our current timeline. Meaning that wound that we had in that moment, if we didn't heal it in the moment, that wound still lives and breathes with us today. And that's why someone can say something to us and we freak out Whereas if someone said the same sentence to someone else, they wouldn't even care. It's because that timeline has not been healed yet. In order to heal this timeline, you have to go back to the moments of when you were little and when you were craving love and tell your little self, you know, you're beautiful the way you are. You don't need outside validation. You don't need this person who isn't even treating you well. You don't need this person. This is not what love looks like. This is what love looks like. Caring for someone, speaking kindly to them. Something like that. And it's really based on who you are as an individual, what you want to tell to your younger self. And when we do this, we're not only healing our present moment, but we're healing that whole timeline so that it can close, it can end. There's something called a psychological sunburn. I don't know who came up with this. Oh, I think it was Dr. Phil. Um, But basically what this is is when we have regular um, skin, for example, if someone just touches our skin and and it's all good, we won't have any sort of reaction. It will just feel like a tap. But, if we have a sunburn and someone taps us, it hurts like hell, so it's the same thing with the psychological sunburn. If there's already a wound there, someone could say something to us someone can say something to us that trigger triggers us whoa, why can't I speak that triggers us through the wall so we have to apply psychological s p f and The psychological SPF, especially when it comes to dating, relationships, is healing our inner child. It's also questioning what we believe and questioning what we actually want. I think a lot of people look at being single as something bad. I had like the best fucking experience being single and I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about what I believe. It allowed me to dive into myself. I recreated myself, found a new identity. I found it all. So we need to reframe the conversation about being single. It's not good nor bad. It just is. Same thing with a relationship. You could be in a relationship and it could be really horrible. So being in a relationship is not good nor bad. It just is. So I think a lot of us say, you know, I want a relationship, I want a relationship, I want a relationship, when really, we don't want a relationship. Maybe we're not ready to give our heart out to somebody else. And that's okay. That's okay. That's not a bad thing. Maybe our heart chakra needs a little bit of healing. Again, there's a ton of heart chakra meditations on YouTube. You can do something like Reiki. You can do something with a life coach. There are ways around healing our chakras and our energy where we can be eventually ready to go out in the world and date again. But it's not something that needs to happen now. And I actually, it's funny, I just had this conversation today, but I really warn against dating too soon. I the week that I went through a breakup the same exact week. I went through a breakup. I went on a date That was the biggest mistake of my life because all I was doing was thinking of my then ex the whole entire time And it made me so much more depressed Take the time To heal to grow to find out who you are And once you have a good sense of your identity once you have a hobby that you love Once you know what you like versus what you don't like when you feel like you are more of a whole version of yourself and you do not need someone else as soon as you know you do not need someone else that is when I say it's a good time to start dating again but if you're not in a place where that's something that sounds nice to you that's okay take the time to heal you don't need to tell everyone you wish you were in a relationship you don't need to say you don't want to be single Being single is a very, very positive thing, and I don't even think it's being single. It's really being in a relationship with yourself, and that takes just as much work as being in a relationship with someone else when you're trying to rediscover who it is that you are. In addition to healing inner child wounds and healing those quantum timelines of hurt, You also want to take responsibility for the people you've attracted thus far. Because if you keep saying that the world is against you, that all men are trash, and you don't take responsibility that, okay, maybe the people you uh, have aligned with are trash, that could be true, but you've aligned with them for a reason. If you don't take responsibility that you had some doing in attracting them, then it's going to be really hard to feel like you have control over who it is you attract. If you're like, oh, this is just happening to me, then how are you supposed to change who you're attracting if it's completely out of your control? Take responsibility that there's something in your vibration, whether it's on autopilot, deep in your subconscious mind or not. Take responsibility that you had some doing in attracting this type of person. Now what you have is, okay, you're healing these quantum timelines. You're healing your inner child. You are taking responsibility of, okay, I know that I have attracted some people that I did not enjoy in my past. I no longer want to attract that type of person. I now want to attract a relationship out of freedom. A lot of the time when we keep attracting the same person, we are attracting from our inner child or our shadow. And that is not a relationship based in freedom. That's a relationship based on wounds. And that is not a healthy or fun or enjoyable process We want to be in a relationship with someone because we actually genuinely like them. Because we actually genuinely feel a connection. Because they have a, a spark with us that we just really, really love them. Not because it's, holy fucking shit, I need this person. Because they're fulfilling one of my inner wounds. And I cannot live without them. And if I do live without them, I will die. That, if you're feeling that, that is a relationship most likely based on wounds that doesn't mean the relationship can't work it just means that both of you need to do a little bitty healing ceremony multiple times healing 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 and realize even if you do heal something once it could be triggered again don't get upset with yourself if you're like what the fuck I thought I healed this in myself and I'm feeling this feeling again It's okay. Sometimes it takes multiple times to heal an inner child wound or something from our shadow self. Don't think that you are reversing. Don't think that you're starting over. Remember, this wound may be deep. It's been in you for a really long time and it's been a part of your identity for a really long time. So announcing to the universe that, hey, I no longer want to attract this type of person. I no longer want to fulfill my needs in this way because it's not serving me anymore. And if you had this pattern in the past for an extended period of time, okay, we don't have to hate ourselves either. We can say, all right, that was me being in survival mode. That allowed me to survive up to this point, but it's no longer working for me. And I want more for my life another thing that we can do to heal in addition to inner child work, in addition to questioning our beliefs, in addition for taking responsibility to, or I should say for where we are at this point is instead of just soaking in our parents' relationship or our caregivers' relationship, realize instead of soaking this in, let's analyze it instead. Let's look at it for what it is. The problem is a lot of the time we grow up and whatever kind of dynamic our parents have, we believe this is what love is. We're like, oh, they say horrible things to each other, but that's fine because that also means they're in love. So saying horrible things to each other is also love. When someone is abused as a younger child from one of their parents it gets really confusing for them to differentiate what love is versus what abuse is if they are abused by especially a family member they start to associate violence or that sort of abuse with love and and they can't tell the difference it's like really really confusing and that's why you know if you see someone in an abusive relationship, the thing is not to judge them. Please don't do that. They need help to realize that, hey, hey, girl, you know, you're in a fishbowl right now, but there's a whole ocean out there and there's better love out there. And I know it's scary. I know it's something you haven't seen before, but trust me, it's out there. And I hope that I can be that girl for you. Hey, sis. Hey, positive bitch listening to, listening to this podcast. I know you might have dealt with some shitty experiences in the past, but that is just a fishbowl and there's a whole ocean out there. And what we saw growing up, instead of just saying, okay, yeah, that's love, question what you saw growing up. It's almost like, oh, wait a second, I don't think I like Talking in a verbally abusive way to people. I don't think I like the way they talk to me. So maybe that's not what love is. Maybe being indifferent to one another is not what love is. And maybe it's time I create a new definition of what love means to me. I don't think there's a one size fits all definition of love. But there are definitely things that are healthy in a relationship, and there's definitely things that are not healthy in a relationship, and there's a clear distinction between the two. Speaking from my own experience, when I would get into a, I call them tiffs, but argument with my boyfriend and he wouldn't have like an explosive reaction and he would kind of just like <laughs> analyze me and respond in a calm way to me I was like oh he doesn't fucking care he doesn't care about me he does not care about me and i had to realize oh wait a second this is just a different way of communicating and what i have seen growing up was very when we when someone would get into an argument and they were you know in a relationship what I would see is that they would explode on each other or get into a fight. And so I labeled love as when you're angry at each other, you yell at each other, you explode, you maybe call each other names, but it's okay because it's still love. And that that is not really true. And people who call their partners really, really derogatory terms or names or are really condescending to them, you know, that actually isn't love. And I had to make that straight in my head. And, you know, that made a world of a difference. And I'm very open with my boyfriend. He's very open with me. And I literally had to tell him, I was like, oh, my God, I'm like, this is, this is something I've been dealing with. But I would think that you wouldn't care if you didn't, like, have an explosive reaction. And I realized that is just what I thought love was. And it's not that. And I don't want that. And that was a really amazing realization for me that really helped me go in the right direction and create a better relationship, not based on what I've seen, but based on what I want and what is actually healthy, based on what love could really be like. And it's interesting to me that we all have pretty subjective ideas of what love is, so All relationships really look different, but we have to keep coming back to the fact like, wait a second, I need a check in. What do I define love as? What do I label love as? If I'm labeling it as ups and downs, breaking up constantly, getting into fights, I know I don't like the way that feels. So that can't actually be love. And sometimes we do like the way that chaos feels because it's what we're familiar with. So we have to do the inner work so that we can be in a stable, enjoyable relationship with someone who's actually genuinely going to care about us and who we can care about as well. If you truly want to stop attracting the same type of person because you don't think that they're good for you and you think you deserve more... Then, this is the moment where you have to say, I am fucking ready for more. Speak it aloud. Because this is a moment where you need to have courage and have guts to step outside your comfort zone of what is familiar. You need to step outside the comfort zone of the familiar dynamic that you had with the caregiver who you crave love from the most. You have to be willing and ready. To experience new definitions of love, I'm gonna tell you right now if you're used to the guy who is the bad boy, the guy who's mean, when you talk to the nice guy, you're not gonna like it at first. It's almost like you have to practice because you have to get familiar with this type of dynamic that you have never known. So if it doesn't feel great at first, if it feels a little bit icky, realize oh oh, wait a second let me step outside my ego here my ego is telling me that this nice guy is icky yet it tells me that verbally abusive guys are good and that's what I'm attracted to wait a second let me bring some rational conscious thought into this does that make any fucking sense no it does not So that means I need to put my ego In the back seat And put my true self In the front seat I know I deserve A nice guy Who will give me the world Okay Then I need to give This nice guy a try I need to stop Listening to my ego Because my ego Wants me to be safe My ego wants me To keep interacting With shitty guys Because that's the only Type of love I've ever known But I want more I want real love I want real happiness I want to be put On a pedestal I want Want to be able to be happy in my relationship and not always feel like I'm being talked down to, and not always feel like I have to be on the defense. If you've aligned with this podcast, I know it in my heart. You are ready. You are ready for real love, whether you're in a relationship already or not. You're ready to level it up with your special person or within yourself, and you are ready for love it could be self-love it could be in a relationship love it could be a love from a dog i don't know do it suit your needs and that is about it for this episode i love you guys so 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 much be sure to follow me on instagram if you're listening to this podcast take a screenshot post it on your insta so i can repost you be sure to tag me so i actually see it and if you can leave a positive review on apple podcast that really helps the podcast and last but not least that patreon will be up june 1st okay love you guys and i'll see you in the next one Mwah.